uh, more difficult in uh, in testing this case. You don't know exactly how the human is uh, behaving. Mm -hmm. Various loads on a, on the system, and then we started to look how the system would behave. And then for this test, it's complicated because you have question and answer. Right? Welcome to the Bold.com Tech Lab podcast. The subject of this episode is performance test. Recently, Amor, a supplier of IT performance, conducted a performance test on our chat application. An important uh, part of our customer questions are handled by this chat application on the webshop. And we wanted to make sure that in the, in the peak, it wouldn't let us cu our customers down and our uh, service uh, experts as well. So let's dive into the subject. Yes, so the team from uh, Amor was on stage uh, to share the case. A great opportunity for us as well to sit down with them and share in the podcast as well. So why? Yeah, because we became really curious. In our perception, we have an environment in which we validate performance. So we, what did we miss and what did Imer bring to the table? So let's ask our questions, guests of the show. Especially important for you since you're always involved in this uh, performance thing. You're right, Peter? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like I said. <laughs> Very curious. Yeah. So um, we have uh, Marcel uh, Wigman, he's a technical uh, performance uh, consultant at Eimor, uh, Hans van Zandvoort, uh, solution manager at Eimor, and Peter van Dijk, uh, he's our product owner in the customer service domain and uh, a strong focus on uh, live chat there. Welcome. Thank you. So yeah, let's start with the basics. Um, if we're talking about a performance test, what is it? How did, did you see it uh, during this process? Oh, I think um, um, if you look at performance, then it's always important to uh, look at it from the customer side and uh, from a functional side. And that is that we can answer uh, the question of the, of the customer in time. So uh, within a few seconds and uh, have enough uh, experts available uh, for it. Mm -hmm. um, but that's more an organizational part to have those experts. But uh, in this case, for performance, it means to have the system uh, ready to handle all the load and be able to answer questions uh, in time. Okay, yeah. So we, because it's a it's a chat application, the uh, yeah the answering of the questions is is really important. And I think that there's also a special case involved because it's not just sending requests to like a web server or something, but it's there's like an answering pattern in that. And I think that it that also kind of special in this case, am I right? Uh, what, what do you mean with uh, answering pattern? No, so that the, it, it's not just firing these questions to the to the chat client, it's also that they have to be able to, re the, the customer service experts have to respond to it as well. Uh, yeah. And I think that's uh, quite different from, for example, testing a, a web server or a web application where it's just someone on the customer side sending requests and uh, getting automated things back because there's like a human that we also have to simulate that's also involved right yeah definitely and uh, that was also uh, uh, more difficult in uh, in testing this case you don't know exactly how the human is uh, behaving mm -hmm. uh, it could have a lot of different uh, patterns and uh, they also log in they log out they look in the history stuff like that so uh, yeah they go to the bathroom stuff like that so and that's logging yeah. in and out of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, you do okay. that well, chatting. <laughs> yeah, people do. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's also that's, async communication. That's, that's yeah. true, yeah, they have, and they have to wait a long time, and that's what you want to avoid, right? The waiting, 
long waiting times in the chat. So the, uh, that yeah, was definitely. The yeah. Like uh, we have high service level. Like uh, we need to answer the customers. We try to answer them within, uh, I think, 30 or 45 seconds. Uh, because if it takes longer, uh, well, customers can get frustrated or they can go away. So, yeah, so it's important. Well, that, that's actually the first message. The second message is, of course, uh, uh, probably much quicker. But the first response definitely needs to be in 30, 45 seconds. And then you don't want the system to be the uh, delay um, because that would make the experience uh, worse. Yeah, so this uh, this topic started actually uh, just before season, and uh, we talk about Black Friday, uh, Sinterklaas, and, and and Christmas uh, holiday season. Um, just before the season, you realized in your team, okay, wh what about performance? Uh, what about the chat? And uh, can we handle the load? Can oh. you share some figures? And can you share how IMAR came into? Uh, yeah, in yeah. The picture? We actually knew it already a, a bit in advance, and uh, the external uh, chat application from an external vendor um, was already at its limits last year. So we knew that something needs to be done there. Uh, we needed to switch from vertical scaling to horizontal scaling, so be able to distribute the load over more systems. And another, uh, a lot of other features needed to be uh, changed. And uh, that was actually... Um, we asked quite a demand from our uh, from our supplier, and they said, "Well, we can probably make it in time, but it's hard for us to also then make a proper load test." Uh, they say it's complicated due to all the different scenarios. Um, and then uh, they said, "But last year we liked it, the manual test. Like we just had uh, a couple of hundred experts almost, and they were all just chatting and simulating chats and stuff like that. And that way we could really test it very well because we have all kinds of scenarios, etc." Um, so can we do that this year again? And, uh, well, I asked at, uh, at the, at the management, like, could we do it again? And yeah, we thought we would be able to do it, uh, quite a challenge, but we would be able to do it. Uh, but then closer to the season, the closer we came to the deadline, uh, there was quite a backlog and we always want to help our customers as soon as possible. So we could choose like do a proper lo load test, but then the backlog will be even bigger. Like for example, those experts do also email next to chat sometimes. Um, so no, it was, uh, it became really hard to do it manually and, uh, they asked, can you not find something else? Can you not find another solution? So, uh, we started to look around within the organization to have somebody to do this within three weeks. Um, but, uh, it's already hard to find because all the roadmaps are quite fixed on such a short period. And, um, next to this, it was also a technical challenge. Like you need a load generator for the amount of load, uh, we needed. So we were like, okay, maybe we can hire an expert. Uh, and then, uh, the name Imor came to the table. Uh, quite close from uh, this place here and we had some uh, some people talked about them and said uh, well they're a very good party um, so we went into a conversation with them uh, they told us what they could do it sounded really well and uh, well then we looked at the scenarios like do it ourselves or hire imor and then it was a much better idea to uh, let it do by imor in this case okay okay and then we came to you uh, guys and you thought well this is interesting, or oh no, and short, short notice. So, how do you approach this uh, um, when, for example, now uh, Peter came to you and uh, yeah, you have to come up with uh, some kind of scenario to to test? Uh. Well, 
we have actually always uh, always like the challenge. So even with short time uh, timelines, we like to go dive into it and see what we, what can we offer. So when uh, Peter asked us uh, asked us here, he told us the situation and he was explaining well. This is how the system works. This is how the backend works. And these are the challenges we're facing. So we are uh, uh, looking for a much higher load than we are uh, probably capable for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you test that? So that's uh, when we looked at it and uh, we said, well, let's see if we can uh, can start uh, generating load from a different uh, different sizes. In this case, of course, at a chat application, you already mentioned it. You have uh, load being generated from two sides. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. We tried to... Uh, Make a few scenarios with uh, different kind of uh, well, customers for you guys, which have different kind of questions, and uh, sometimes something needed to look uh, be looked up in the in the archives. Uh, of course, the people uh, needed to go through bathroom. Those scenarios we built as well, and all the different scenarios. Then uh, we generated uh, uh, various loads on it, on the system, and then we started to look how the system would behave, and that's actually what we did. And uh, well, we suggested we would do that. And then uh, Peter said, well, if you can do it in three weeks, help us out. So and that's what we did. So cool. the three weeks challenge. <laughs> yeah. So and um, yeah, in general, I think that, that there are a few things that are yeah hard to do about uh, a performance test. Because in a way, it has to be like a real chat, uh, but you have to generate it. So wh- what are the things that are yeah hard to do uh, when creating such a performance test? Well... The most important thing is that we uh, are getting as close to what the real si- real life situation will be. So uh, that's why we had those different scenarios as well. So we need we need to make sure that all the different kind of customer situations are being generated, so that mm-hmm. we can see what the system will will do at that uh, at that point. So uh, we had I think five different no six or seven even uh, different scenarios, and we were started looking at okay how many of the normal customers would be uh, would be accessing. Uh, through this channel or through that channel, or needed an expert which uh, could look up this in the archives. So those scenarios we uh, we developed, and uh, then uh, together with uh, with Peter, we looked at okay, how how many of those, uh, how do we balance those, and uh, how do the, the different uh, profiles behave normally? And then we started to rebuild that. So uh, also, of course, uh, a chat is no, never an instant co- communication. Mm-hmm. There's some waiting time because, of course, uh, well, your client nor maybe doing something else in between, getting a cup of coffee. So then the the help desk uh, is waiting for a response. So opens another chat in the background. All those different scenarios and situations we have actually tried to to script out so that we can actually uh, simulate those as well. And that's how we get as close to the real-life situation as possible. Yeah, and also uh, not only the customer is is doing different things, but the expert as well. So he's he's, he's having more chats in in, uh, open in, in one period of time and that's what yeah, you explained Peter, yeah one. normally they have like uh, at least two chats open uh, sometimes it's even more like if a customer comes back then it even pops up at the same expert so yeah uh, that's or, and, or yeah, he or she has to look things up in other systems to yeah look in the archive or yeah. uh, or look at the waiting time like how how big is the waiting list so uh, maybe he or she can help some more uh, customers uh, maybe well, looking like maybe I need to go to the toilet, but uh, well, there are 20 customers waiting now, so maybe I should continue for half an hour and then go to the toilet. I don't know. Or the nice thing about chat, of course, is that you can also still talk with each other. So they maybe ask like uh, someone else to take over. 
Yeah, so then you know, uh, I'm more, uh, you understand the, the business functionality, what is needed. What's the next step? What, uh, what do you do? Well, we, uh, we, uh, we then start building, actually. So we have uh, aligned with Peter. Okay, this is what we're going to do. This is uh, as close as to uh, real life as we can get. This is uh, what you want. Uh, okay, then we'll start doing it. So then we make sure that we can generate that, uh, that load because, of course, uh, simulating over 400 different uh, users and uh, I think we did over 1,000 chats. Uh, well, we need a big infrastructure for that to be able to create that. Because of course we uh, we also have a lot of capacity uh, available for that, and then we uh, once we have built those scripts, we start first of all we test them to make sure that they all work, and then we start uh, find a time slot in which we can actually start doing the test, which in this case was uh, during a night, so that uh, we could uh, make sure that uh, the systems uh, would uh, well would not be crashing and have a too big impact on uh, on all the customers and other clients. Uh, so that's actually what we did then. So we had the, the timelines uh, set up. It needed to be well uh, before uh, Black Friday in this case, because of course, if uh, something came up during the test, uh, or they uh, should be able to fix this, uh, fix the problems, which uh, what well, we did. So uh, half of October, we actually uh, we run the test. Uh, during the test, actually, we found out that uh, that we were easily uh, capable of handling the the standard load or the the, the goal. And then we started to, uh, well, uh, improvise and uh, see if we can uh, get the system down. So actually, uh, at a certain point, we we started to do that as well. So at the, at the last moment, on the fly, we decided, okay, everything is working. How can we improve uh, prove the results? So how can we get more out of this? Uh, well, in this case, we uh, we decided to reboot one of the one of the servers and see what would happen. And that would indeed that gave some very interesting results. Then uh, then later on, so that's. Kind of the process we we normally follow during during these uh, these tests. Hans, yeah. Oh, sorry, Marcel. Marcel, yeah. 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 If I may, may add to that, uh, also for us, this is quite complicated test, right? Um, uh, what you thought beforehand, okay, it's, it's complicated because you have to test from the outside world. The outside world, then you 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 also have um, more customers, more worldly visitors that mm -hmm. are influencing, uh, influencing your test. So that is one point that we also have to trigger. Um, and then for this test, it's complicated because you have a question and answer, right? <coughs> you have these, uh, these customers that, um, that uh, type something and someone else has to react. It's not the standard, standard test that you're building. Mm -hmm. Also for us, it's, it's, it's quite a puzzle on how to do this right. And how to to meet the real life load that is really actual that we are expecting on the system, right? So we have to make a good estimation on what what uh, what to generate, on how, what manner can we generate, and what things can we leave out in the generation to uh, to avoid uh, over complexity of the test. So that's it's uh -huh. a, it should it's a puzzle on forehand uh, for Hans and and also for our um, uh, engineers um, and. Uh, uh, the big part of the, the result of the success of the test is really depending on this puzzle that you do on forehand. Right. And, and then I was wondering, uh, is there like some some validation of the of the because you you start building the scripts uh, to to run a performance test, and then I would guess you would also validate that 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 were basically the proper scenarios that that actually look like this is a real life uh, thingy and not is. If you, if one would look like uh, like six months later, then we say, yeah, okay, this was more a surrogate. This is not 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 the real thing. Yeah, yeah. 
So the best thing is if you have real life, no, real life numbers, right? Yeah. From the load that you you have had the last couple of years, uh, to be able to make an estimation on what it will do now. Mm-hmm. But that is the most valuable input for us. Not okay. only the estimation out of um, out of thin air, mm-hmm. what you want, uh, what you expect, but also what is registered in in former peaks. What can we, what intelligence can we get out of there in order to make a good load model? Uh, for us to to, to make this um, performance test, and then if you make a good, if you think you had a good estimation and you put all put all the numbers in your load test, then uh, the first phase starts by just uh, running your pre-tests and and check if the things that you want are actually coming out of the test. So it's it, you you have some some phases before you actually doing the the, the real test, mm-hmm. so that you uh, afterwards. Um, are certain that you have done what you had planned on on forehand, but it's always almost never a situation where you um, uh, fancy the numbers, put it in the load generations, load generator eyes closed, put on uh, put on start, and then uh, be confident in, in what is, is what is get out uh, what the output yeah. is. It's always some steps on forehand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for uh, preparation, if you see if you didn't make any thoughts. The mistakes or uh, didn't make any uh, architectural mistakes yeah yeah also because you you have like like a mix of uh, of types of answers and uh, re- reaction patterns and stuff that, that are for use case i don't know what was the exact wording you used and you have they also have to be in the in the right mix uh, I guess. yeah yeah <coughs> and sometimes and sometimes it is so that um, um, you're making a thought uh, mistake by by thinking that um, this kind of customers or, the, or this kind of situations almost never uh, occur, while in real life situations they, they really do occur quite often and also make big impact on your on your system. So the the, the thoughts and the, the preparations for this um, this mix is is very important, and, yeah. so, and sometimes it is also that uh, when you are, when you are expecting some peaks. It's not that every type of person is involved in the peak, right? Some sometimes it is uh, just normal customer uh, help desk um, uh, employees that are chatting with each other, but it can also be that at some part of the day, management starts kicking in and start pressing buttons that that uh, puts a very high load on the system, and then you you you're focusing on one situation while in fact another situation is much more impactful. But it, it is all it all comes together with this pre-investigation that you do on forehand. Yeah. Then, for example, management wants to know: Are we doing okay? And they start pulling all kinds of reports, and that's basically bringing down the system. <laughs> and that is bringing down <laughs> the system. Yeah. <laughs> Always the management. Uh, did you uh, <laughs> did you already have experience with uh, a chat-like simulation uh, with with this customer system in between other chat uh, empl- uh, service employee and going back and forwards or was it new for you did you have to stretch yourself as well in your technical setup we always have to stretch okay. <laughs> and, and no situation is the same as other situations but i remember some uh, help desk applications with with it which have the same kind of interactions between uh, asking and answering uh, the system we have had that a couple of times now mainly to test uh, f- um, uh, telephone systems, in order to to check if they're if they're ca- if they can handle the volume, and if, for instance, failover will work if one system goes down, can it can it take can another system uh, take over? 
I think that was the most obscure test that I've uh, that I've been involved uh, in that meets this kind of. There was some kind of similarity, but it's always in also in that case it was combination with asking of uh, question and response and question and response type of thing. And so we know that you have to balance that very well in order to to prevent um, stacks building up or questions heaping up when they are not uh, responded. Uh, at the other side, right? Yeah. We have had that experiences some sometimes. I don't know, Hans. Do you know other cases that we had? Well, I think the ones you just no mentioned are the are the most similar to this one. Yeah. 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 And so, based on that experience, you come up with a tool selection for such a project, and uh, and based on that, you you start building and and do the tests. Yeah. Yeah. So, what to tools did you use? In this case, we used the uh, Silk Performer for uh, for the load generating, and uh, we uh, in this case we had to uh, do uh, generate the load from uh, AWS uh, cloud services. So we had to uh, spin them up and uh, and create uh, extra generators to uh, to generate a, a load like this. Yeah. Okay. And then the uh, what what you explained is before the the actual evening in where the load uh, test was planned, you had some uh, kind of exercises. So that, that's kind of an agile approach that you can adapt before the, the real evening. And then the evening started. How did it go? How was the test? Yeah, I think um, we, we were very close to the deadline. Um, so uh, what was also very nice was actually that in the morning already, I more started to check the test again. So to prepare them uh, like about one week in advance. And then the day that we would execute the test, I would run them again and see uh, where they would also work on the latest changes that our supplier from chat uh, had done. Okay. Um, so, and then uh, when that, that was all looking okay, um, well, we went to the location from our uh, chat supplier. Uh, everybody was there. It's actually uh, some kind of party, if you ask me, like uh, chips and uh, drinks, because you're really going to test the system. And you hope it, it, it will uh, will stay okay. And at the same time, you want to break it. And that was also th this time the case. We, we wanted to see, can it handle the load? And when does it break? So, uh, well, uh, quite nice to do. Um, and so everybody was there. Uh, also, the account manager from uh, the chat supplier was there. And he, he actually loved it to watch all the uh, graphs that we were looking at during the test. Uh, before kicking off the test, we were going through the scenarios again. Like, uh, are these really the scenarios that you want? And um, is anything changed? Um, well, and at that moment, I asked them uh, to change a bit uh, because we would love to send uh, images also uh, as well by clients to us. But the software was not uh, ready for it, for it because of uh, PII, uh, security um, challenges. So we said, like, yeah, we want to have that feature tested. So uh, when it's when, when it's agreed upon by security and legal that we can use it. Um, but uh, for now, leave it out for the basic testing and only add it at the moment we really start to try to break down the system. Uh, and so we did. And then, uh, well, all the scenarios are ready and we uh, fired it off. And then there was actually a technical issue. I don't know what it was, but it was uh, quite fast fixed. And then, uh, well, the test was kicked uh, off. And, uh, well, we start uh, looking at chat ourselves as well. 
like uh, what is happening. We could really see the chats going on over there. We could uh, look at it from a trafficker point of view. So uh, uh, watch all the chats and uh, being a manager, go to the statistics dashboards and uh, do some extra searching to put some extra load on it and uh, and look how it feels at the, as a user. So you're you're double checking the the performance test uh, dashboards etc. Yeah, just to to validate it, uh, also. Yeah, and have yeah, a feeling yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we also had a lot of eyes. There were quite some engineers, like uh, somebody was looking on the memory, somebody was looking at how often is the database uh, requested, uh, all kind of things were uh, happening. You you need quite some eyes, or you need to record everything, and then look back at it. Yeah, and then during the presentation, you explained well, actually nothing happened. You reached the number of uh, items you wanted, and it went yeah. okay, right? No, yeah. not totally. Mm. So um, okay. at a certain at a certain moment, we, we were behaving like a trafficker, and we had uh, quite a lot of uh, of chats open, and we were scrolling through them, and it was actually not uh, uh, well. Well, it could be a normal scenario, but I don't expect it, it happens very often. So we went almost to through a thousand chats, and then the system had a really a hard time to process it all. So I think at that moment in time we pressed pause, and then um, they they fixed it or they looked it up. I'm not sure, and then we continued. But okay. we registered uh, the bug because uh, that's that's definitely a bug that would. Um, I, d I don't expect it to happen during the season, but if it would, then uh, it would give us a hard time. Yeah. Right. So and in the end, you you, uh, you 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 set some goals for the for the. For that evening, you want to achieve the the number of uh, chats, and yeah. uh, you you reach that, and yeah. afterwards you, you uh, and then there was champagne. At that <laughs> moment, <laughs> uh, opened the bottle yeah, of champagne. And then you <laughs> explained you you wanted to to go even further and and break down the system. That was kind of an agile approach for that night to yeah. Because yeah, yeah. uh, Peter told uh, there was a uh, scenario which was not being approved yet. So we we had a few goals, and once we achieved the first goal, like okay, can we handle the the, this amount of users, then we said, okay, well, apparently we can. It seems to be stable. Uh, let's see if we can uh, do your extra extra scenario here. So we loaded that scenario in as well, started ramping up a few users, uh, sending, in this case, images over the chat and see what the system would do. Actually, that went quite well as well. The the system responded to it to it quite properly, and, uh, and that, that worked out uh, pretty good. And then, of course, in the end, we started, well, let's see when it fails, because that was, of course, something uh, we would also like to do. There was second goal we had can we break it and when will it break so that's uh, in the end what we uh, what we well, we did but it was by uh, rebooting a server so it's quite yeah, quite a tough one to uh, to run on a, on a test like that yeah, yeah on, on, on the performance performance monitoring we saw that it, it was actually quite easy for the system with the with the new architecture the new setup to handle all these jets uh, and so then we started thinking okay but how how can we still can we check some more? Like, what would be really hard for the system? And what is actually quite hard is to divide all these chats again to the right expert, because you have one customer that is always chatting to one expert. Uh, but if you have that on different uh, computer systems running, then maybe one customer is chatting with one uh, expert on one system and the other on the other system and then if it goes down then all these chats needs to switch to the other one and you always need to keep that in sync and well it's quite tech uh, quite difficult technical stuff if you ask me and it, that was also the case so when they pulled the trigger 
when they, you saw a peak from maybe going from 10, 20% of performance users to uh, 80, 90. So, uh, yeah, there it went. Okay, so then you had your uh, uh, the results. That that's that's the that's nice. That's what you want. Uh, what's the next step? You you have to do an evaluation and then give the uh, results to well to Bull.com, but also to the to the external party. How long does it take? What what is the process for that? Well, the the goals itself they were defined, and we can actually tell straight away. Well, we we managed to to get the amount this of views okay. we want, so yeah. we got that straight away, uh, and then we start uh, deep diving into the the data we recorded. So if we have we have of course our own recordings, but in a lot of cases we also use the technical monitoring, which is already at, uh, at your supplier or at, at, at your at your hardware. So what's going on in the back end? So if we can combine that data, then we can start looking at if we can can correlate the patterns which are in there. So if we see that some uh, so some transactions would uh, would go up and others won't, then we can see okay well, what was happening in the back end at that point. And if we then see, for instance, that the database is uh, is skewing up. Then of course, well, look at that first. So that's a, a something really, uh, really uh, straight which you can look at as a, as a yeah, as an owner. Uh, so the, the, those uh, those analysis we then make, and that takes a couple of days, and then we start discussing them with uh, well, with uh, whoever wants to see it, like uh, like in this case Peter and his whole team, uh, and uh, then we say, okay, this is what we found. Um, uh, Black Friday is coming up. Uh, this uh, this would be a good fix for you to uh, to do on your system so that you can uh, make sure that it's really stable. Yeah. Cool. And then, the, Peter, you sit down with uh, with your team, but also with uh, external party to to make that happen. Yeah, definitely. Like um, um, we 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 tested it. Like, do we really need, for example, four servers to uh, to have this performance? And we found out that that was the case. So. Uh, and to do that, there were still some tweaks needed, actually, because of the synch synchronization uh, issues. We were already to do it uh, on, yeah, yeah. There were some synchronization issues, especially uh, for traffickers. Um, so yeah, that was then given the highest urgency, and it was fixed uh, before the season. And that was good to know. Um, yeah, and we also had some some other findings from the reporting. I don't know exactly where it came from, but we also find out that messages could be sent much efficiently, uh, which would uh, lower the need of the broadband of the, the the width of the yeah the cables between the system. Okay, cool. Yeah, so the 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 season went uh, went okay. Uh, we understood with uh, with uh, Black Friday and the, the number of uh, chats. Yeah, definitely. We had a very high amount of chats, uh, maybe forty percent more than 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 the year before. Um, and the year before, it was uh, really wobbly. The system actually it was just just able to do it. Um, and like we've we've told before, we 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 talked about like managers who could maybe sometimes screw it up. I think last year it was not the managers, but it were the chatters themselves, which are also a bit of the managers. They were looking at the monitoring, and that was actually calculated uh, for everyone who was looking at it, instead of uh, doing once the calculation and then send it to everybody. And that was bringing the system down uh, last year. Okay. Um, well, this year, uh, luckily enough, not. Uh, at that moment in time, they just switched it off or they fixed it. I don't know. I was not a product owner at that moment in time. Uh, but this year, yeah, it, it, the performance uh, went really, really well. Yeah. yeah. No issues. No issues. So, so that that's closure of that season. 
how how further from here? What 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 are the next steps? What uh, and maybe uh, what are your uh, um, ideas, uh, Imer, for for Bol.com and the external party? What did you propose? Well, it's important to know that if you, if you have major releases on, on new functionality, like like sending the pictures or, or those those things, if you have those big releases on your system, it's important to know how the system will behave. So especially if you have well, you have very peak seasons in which the chat or all all the systems actually are quite uh, quite high uh, high loaded. Uh, if you know that in advance that when that will be, well, then you could of course new functionality is a very important one. Uh, how would that behave? What, what's going to happen if if we increase the load again, or, or a lot of customers come at the, at the same time with this kind of functionality, which needs to be working? So you might be uh, it might be really valuable to to make sure that it works uh, before you go live and before you start using it on your production systems. Yeah, yeah and besides uh, functionality and things that you change on your system or your functional on your application, it's it's uh, in most cases in my experience. Is it um, a configuration that is changed or infrastructure that is changed that makes the system vulnerable to, to things that you don't didn't expect on forehand, right? So I think it's wise to every time that you when you uh, go live with a new release, but also go live with a new uh, architectural change or configurational configurational change that you uh, check your system functionally, but also in performance. And it's, it's not always that it is, it's going to be slower after a configuration change, but it can also be that, for instance, uh, load balancing will not work again, uh, not work as you expected. And the only thing, the only means by, by which you can test that is putting load on the system and just see how it works uh, without affecting real, uh, real users, of course, so, uh, so with a load test. Yeah. So every time, every, every time the system changes, we uh, actually are... Um, our advice is to, to check it, with, to validate it with a performance test, and we see it with um, uh, with systems that ch with systems that change very reg regularly. For instance, in a new build or in development uh, in development environments, uh, it's always good to to start with just one performance test, right at the end of a year or two times in a year, and uh, then go to the next phase. Uh, uh, Make put uh, perform a performance test just before a release, so that you don't have any bad experiences in production, and then you have this all um, shift left uh, movement of testing and doing everything uh, earlier in the development process of your application. So why not um, make a, uh, do a functional test and a performance test at every sprint, or make maybe every week or every day. Right, and then you come into the the, um, the concept of automation. If your environment is, is with this, uh, continuous continuous integration, continuous delivery, if you have your automation uh, ready to a certain level, and you're automating a building and functional testing of your system, then it's only a small step to put performance testing in this apparatus uh, as well. So you you don't get any surprises when you uh, after. Go live. Exactly. Yeah, you want to stay predictable on your, uh, on your yeah, network. Always. Yeah, always. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's that time already. Uh, Petz Paul, do you have questions left before no. going to the closing round? No, we want to go to the closing <laughs> round. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, what are your, your most important uh, takeaway from this uh, project? Who wants to go first? 
Well, first, it was really, really nice to see that, uh, well, this is an, like I said, an interesting challenge to see how these uh, these uh, messaging systems were, work on the back uh, back end and uh, to see how uh, Bulb.com is using that uh, that internally. And, uh, well, especially with uh, with Black Fridays and, uh, and, the, and the peak seasons, which uh, which are here, it was for us really interesting to see how you guys internally work with that. And, uh, and well, we were really happy to uh, contribute to uh, to well help uh, help you guys uh, make a successful uh, uh, well Black Friday in this case. Thanks, Marcel. Yeah, yeah. like I said, I would say do it. Uh, start by doing regularly, regularly, and then do it uh, very regularly, and do it as as uh, as many times. Uh, for, like, execute a performance test um, as, as as frequent as you as you need. And Peter. Um, yeah, I think the best takeaway was like uh, this year was a much bigger success than the year before by doing it manually. So uh, yeah, do it automatically. It has proven itself. So uh, and with the right expertise, you uh, you can do it. And uh, well, we now uh, showed our ex external supplier also how to do it. And uh, now it's up to them uh, to continue. To continue with it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, um, Marcel, Hans, and uh, Peter, of course, for for sharing your story of this. Uh, yeah, this project, this uh, this performance testing. Uh, story and uh, clarifying this this blind spot for for me as well because yeah i'm, I'm i was in this uh, season readiness project but actually this this wasn't really part of it but now yeah, you made it clear how it uh, how it went so thanks thanks for sharing and uh yeah, thanks, Paul. yeah. And, uh, thanks for listening to this episode if you like this episode check some of the others subscribe to our feed go to spotify or itunes search for tech lab and subscribe and if you have any questions or suggestions, you can find us on Twitter, LinkedIn, or mail at techlab at Hope to meet you in one of our next episodes. Have fun. <laughs>